Well, it's a Cirque Magical Christmas. And on the telephone right now is a member of the cast coming to Chicago. It says a jaw-dropping, magical, big laugh Christmas. (laughs) That's what the headlines say. It is so good to talk to you, Carissa Hendrick. How are you? I am so good. How are you doing this morning for me? Because I just woke up. (laughs) Oh, no. Where are you now? We are in Rockford, but because of our touring schedule, uh, we all try to sleep in in the day while the crew is setting up. (laughs) Uh, I know. Rockford is that party town, and you guys were probably out last night. So tell (laughs) me. You caught me. You caught me. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me about, you know, so I think Cirque, and I think most of us, if not in person, on, on television, have seen a Cirque performance, you know. And I picture people flying through the air, maybe this show was Santa Claus and reindeers in the air or something. So but that's not quite what the show is, is it? No. So, so Cirque is like more of a style. So you think about like um, aerials and like high level juggling and some of the best acts in the world. So we have like incredible rollabola and a, a bicycle act that's going to make you go, uh, can my bicycle do that? I don't think my bicycle can do that. <laughs> um, but also if the point of us, what we're doing really is to create like this opportunity for us to, you know, feel Christmas starting collectively. So the show is really about, like, starting the Christmas season. And the hope is that the audience comes with us on this journey. Uh, partially, so I'm also, I'm not just the cast, I was also on the creative team that wrote the show. Um, and we wrote it during the pandemic. And the goal was, can we tell a story? Can we tell a modern fairy tale? Can we t- make up a new fairy tale about Christmas? that feels like the way we're all feeling right now, which is that sometimes Christmas doesn't feel right. It doesn't quite feel like Christmas. And we have to remind ourselves, oh, yeah, it's safe. It's okay. We, it's time to be together, and, and we're getting back to normal and, and to celebrate how joyful and exciting that really is. And, and you uh, go through, what, the, the Gatsby-style 1920s to the 1950s to the 1970s, and even way back to Charles Dickens, but I get the sense that you walk out of the theater and you feel good. That's the hope. That's the goal. Yeah, you feel, yes, we, we started Christmas together. We all did it, and now we get to enjoy the season. And, yeah, we, one of the things about the like, traveling through time aspect of the show, it's connected to the story. But it kind of came out of the idea that we realized, okay, so we've got to do this holiday show and we want to have like people singing along in the audience the music. And we are worried about the people who have been going to the mall, who are working customer service, who are so sick of this music, they want to jump off a bridge. So uh, we thought, okay, you know what we can do is we can provide the music with context. And so by traveling through time and hearing these, these songs in their proper context, you go, oh, right, that is when that was. And yeah, Mariah Carey, and yeah, this and yeah, that. And I think it makes it so much more enjoyable, and for those who are, like, sick of those songs, palatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean the song's in the proper context? Give me an example of one. Sure. So uh, we have a 50s scene, and you're hearing all these, like, rockin' around style music. All this, rockin' all this around music. the and Christmas so, tree, that, that thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so instead of just hearing, like, a mishmash of Christmas music that all kind of feels like Christmas, right? This is just Christmas all the time. Giving each of them sort of an era and hearing the music in their era with the images on stage being of that era with these amazing circus acts, it brings the music back to life in a way because it it goes like, this is when that song came out. This is what it felt like when it first came out. Now, that's interesting. And what is also interesting is what I've read about you. 
That's right, you. <laughs> you are, and it, 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 well, it's an honor uh, to interview <laughs> someone who you're, you're, you were featured in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes, yes. Tell me about I have for what two world records? Oh no, I'm afraid <laughs> um, to ask. I know they're really messed up. So uh, <laughs> the first one, I got to go to Italy, and at the time, I was um, a very, very high level fire eater. Uh, stop, 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 Carissa, stop, stop, stop. You were a high-level what? Fire eater. So you're one of those people, oh, I've always wanted to know this. So you're one of those people that, you know, I've seen them in parades, I've seen them in performances that, you know, they light the big torch and then it's in their mouth. You did that? I did that a lot. So let me, let me ask you a question. When you went to mm-hmm. mom... And said, Mom, I am not going to be a doctor for a living. I'm going to eat fire. What What did Mom say? I, they didn't really know about it until I was working at a level that was very hard to deny. Um, so I, I got away with it. I was real sneaky about it. <laughs> What's the secret to doing that? I mean, you talk about hot sauce. I would think that this is way beyond. <laughs> so it's sort of three things. The secrets are three things. One, um, your body signals that it's in pain before it is actually in pain. And so you learn to modify those signals to go, okay, I'm actually not doing any damage. This is just my body responding because it's scared. And so it's being overly concerned. And so you, you manage that. The second thing is that you feel more pain and you hyperventilate when you're panicking. So you learn to really keep your body calm because, uh, like, hyperventilating or breathing weird around fire is particularly dangerous because you can breathe in that hot air and it'll mess up your lungs. And the other thing is that heat travels up. So if you look at a fire eater, for the most part, we're trying to stay below the fire, um, like below the flame. And that is still hot, but it's not as hot as it is above that torch. Do you carry lots of insurance? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was highly, I am and was highly, highly insured. <laughs> How do you get insured for that? What insurance company will say, okay, we'll protect you. Oh, you eat fire? That's okay. Uh, the, the, and so you're in the Guinness, you said there were two records. What's the other one? Yes. So the other one is, uh, so the, the fighting one is I held fire in my teeth for two minutes and one second. You invest in the S&P 500. You, you Your did. portfolio may be too concentrated in big companies. I don't know this what This can leave it imbalanced that, and exposed when performance varies. That was the newsroom. All right, say that again. <laughs> I held fire in my teeth for two minutes and one second. You did, but, what, what, um, you did what with your teeth? I held fire in my teeth, like a fire torch. For two minutes and something? One, two minutes and one second. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you, yeah. you could see, you, you don't see that in the show, right? We don't have to bring fire extinguishers with us when we go see the show. <laughs> No, unfortunately, we uh, we couldn't get um, the proof of fire at all the venues. So, but, but hilariously, we did get approved for tons of smoke. So there's lots of like fun smoke effects in the show. <laughs> well, it actually does sound fun. You know, I'm just having fun with you. But uh, you are critically acclaimed by people like David Copperfield. I know Carissa Hendricks, magical. Cirque Christmas, December 6th through 11th at the CIBC Theater, downtown Chicago, 18 West Monroe Street. Uh, check it out. I will be checking it out as well. I'm intrigued now, Marissa. I, Carissa, I appreciate that. December 6th through 11th, CIBC Theater, 18 West Monroe Street. 
thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it was so fun to get to talk to you. Thank you.